and welcome back to Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. Today is the 14th of December, in the year 2022. Today was a pretty damn good day. I'll tell you, I feel like I hit it out of the park. Uh, something about my energy level and my state of mind. Trying to figure out, you ever have a great day like that and you wonder what that was a function of? Is that a function of chance? <clears throat> the universe is smiling down upon you. Everything just lining up coincidentally or was it generated? Do you have something to something to do with it? You work some kind of magic? What did I do? You know, I was definitely positive today. I had some great patience. Um I feel like there was just a good vibe going, you know. It's usually like that, but it's not always as effortless as it was today. I felt like I was just really in my groove. You know, happy, cheerful, positive, listening, laughing, good soundtrack. And everything was just going well. There was no drama. People are starting to get really excited for the holidays. Might be some of that magic out there. I got more. I got some good jokes going. You know what? Uh, Santa's. <clears throat> you know what his nationality is, right? It's North Polish. You know what his favorite um, singer is? Elf. Elfis Presley. Pretty good, right? How you tell a male from a female sno- uh, snowman? Snowballs. Um, I got more. I, got, I can do them all day long. I have been doing them all day long, telling fucking jokes. It's good. I had some patients come in here. A couple of them dropped off wine and cheese. Another guy uh, dropped off a, <clears throat> a Frosty from Denny's. Or Denny's fucking Wendy's. People just generous spreading the cheer. I want to do something. I want to have some sort of food item or something, a little token of our appreciation that we can give to patients. Um, I don't know, maybe we get some Dunkin' Donuts and put up there at the front or some, something. Something a little bit different than the customary cookies and candies and shit, but something sweet. Maybe, maybe some coffee, like a box of coffee or something. I don't know. If you have any ideas, let me know. What would be something that people appreciate? Just, you know, aside from making people feel good physically and mentally. Um, it was a fucking good day, man. A lot of freaking, cover a lot of ground. <clears throat> I had a couple encounters today, more than a few actually, that were something out of like... Like the pot, the name of this podcast is going to be "Making Your Own Hallmark Holiday." I don't know if I shared this with you, but the other day, you know, I was talking to one of my patients who's a psychological professional, and she said that she is going to be off, take some time off for the holiday, but she also can't take too much off because there are people that need her help, and they they will call her up and. She has to be there for them. I thought that that, that's tremendous, man. That's noble. And it's telling about, you know, some people 
love the holiday cheer and some people have a tough time. It might be about, you know, like I had some a real dear friend today tell me that, you know, things have just changed since, <clears throat> you know, we've lost certain people in our lives, mom and dad, or, you know, yearning for the holidays of old, you know, when we were young and we'd look at the, uh, you know, we were young and innocent, you know, before we discovered, you know, that the world is not always so innocent. It can be magical, it can be wonderful, but the world is also cruel and can disappoint us sometimes. And we remember all those things. I mean, I remember, I can think back, I remember my sister and I huddled, you know, in our little long johns or whatever. I'm going to get a pair of long johns. I want to order some, some fucking long johns. Um, I'll kick around those fucking things. Just white, plain white long johns. I love the texture. I love the, you know, little insulation they provide. I love the look. I love the fit. All that shit's nice. Um, we had our little long johns or our 90s on, and we'd be huddling next to the electric heater. This long, you know, electric heater that would maybe 10, 15 foot long that would stretch across the room next to the baseboard. And we would, in the morning, we'd turn the parents would turn the heater on, and that sucker would get, it would start making little metallic noises as it would heat up and it would change shape it would go tss, tss, as, a, as the metal would you know, would transform that little steel it had these little fins in there that would get heated and we would put our hands next to it and squat down next to it as breakfast was on the stove and of course <clears throat> decorations were hung and stockings my mother had crocheted those and the smell of uh, pine boughs in the potpourri sitting on top of our wood-burning stove. Remember, we had a model wood-burning stove. It was called the Elm. And there was this steel elm tree, like a big, proud elm tree, right in the center of the, of the stove. There was glass right in the center of the glass in the stove. And it would, you could see the roaring flames with the... Uh, the elm in the in the foreground, and it was pretty freaking special. Potpourri, real potpourri. I mean, fucking pine boughs and other shit like that, uh, boiling in a, in a like a, a, a cast iron pot on top of the fucking stove. That shit would waft into the air. All the presents, you know, the wrapping, all the covert shit my parents would do to make it special. One year I got an ATV, a quad. It was parked in, it was in the, don't go in the, in the garage. Of course, we went and looked, found everything. BB guns, freaking ATVs, knives. Always the Hickory's, Hickory Farms smoked sausage and sweet hot mustard. You know, all those little customs. Like putting the cookies out, carrots, the reindeer, hot chocolate. I mean, my parents really did. They, I remember very fondly growing up in the day, back in the day, and of course, then, you know, I became a parent myself, and and now you know, we create our own traditions for the kids, and and as parents, you know, at midlife, we look back, and we remember our times growing up, and, and what it was like, 
and uh, it seems like those days are far gone, even though we try to keep it alive. I had somebody tell me this afternoon, just this evening rather, you know, you know, it's kind of it's a little different when there's no kids around, like, right? You just think about your memories, right? There's a little meme that I spied last week. It said, like, you spend the first third of your life experiencing things and the remaining two-thirds of your life is recollecting, remembering, thinking back about those occasions, right? And it does seem like that, right? Kids, everything is new. We reach all these milestones in, a, in young adulthood and adulthood, like I've been talking about my kids growing and their sports and their scholarly stuff and their friends and driving and college or whatever sort of training and jobs and families of their own. I mean, that's that part of life flies by and there's so much action in it and all of a sudden, yeah, you know, we get older and we think back about those things and we can only think about really, <clears throat> they seem so far away and we, we ponder how times are not like they used to be and they're, they're literally not. So I feel like we need to create some sort of magic in our own and make our craft our own Hallmark holiday, whatever that means. And I'll tell you something right now. I'm not a big holiday guy, even though I just described a pretty bucolic, as that's the term, pretty attractive um, version. You know, it's flipping through the wish catalog of, you know, of uh, Sears. Right, and it was everything in there from ladies' brassieres to you know sporting goods to clothing, and it was just pages that we turned them. They smelled, and that, that big thick catalog. And we just look at that. And I think they even called it the dream book. <clears throat> you can get everything. You can buy a fucking shed in there. You can buy you know a bicycle, a chainsaw, decor, clothing. So I think back and, you know, it's like painting a very rosy picture of Christmas. And everybody's got those memories, right? You know, Ralphie and the Christmas story. That's everybody's Christmas story. Christmas vacation, yeah, you feel like you're, you're, you're so desperate to recreate these memories for your kids. And you hope that they pass them on, you know, that they're your kids later on in life. They're, well, when we were kids, we used to have the stockings and they were hung over here. And then we would always put a angel on top of our tree or whatever the fuck it was. We'd set out a little place setting for Santa Claus and we'd watch this movie and this is what we do. So we're making memories. We still can make memories, you know, even after the kids are gone or whatever our circumstances in life. I do believe that just like, you know, the new year or um, the new season, you know, how talked about all the elements of the fall that make it for like a time of renewal. <clears throat> I talked about the winter solstice, how the depiction of um, everybody this time of year, you know, summer comes and, you know, the crops are growing and then it's harvest time and, you know, uh, everything starts to, plants start to die and the animals start to stock up for the winter. Squirrels are gathering all their nuts that have just fallen and all that shit. And then it's the winter, and your job in the winter is really just to stay fucking alive, stay warm, keep your family safe and warm, and sit inside and fucking 
eat and drink and fuck and read or make things, prepare for the time when, you know, the sun is going to be closer to the earth again and the crops will go, grow and the flowers will bloom and the fish and animals will frolic and jump out of the fucking ponds and scamper around and everything that life will be renewed again. That's the beauty of the season. So I feel like Christmas time, the holidays, Hanukkah, whatever the fuck you want to do, this is the time where we're celebrating the coming new year and birth of Jesus, whatever you want to do, whatever this means to you. It is a time of renewal and to take stock of, of the past year and plan, you know, hope be hopeful and plan for the new year. <clears throat> and so I feel like all of us can be thankful for what we have and can be hopeful for filling our lives with whatever we want, whatever joy. I mean, I talked to a bunch of people today about their different circumstances in life. There's a young, you know, 30-ish year old man who's a new father and, you know, they're, they're, they're starting their holiday journey and all these rites of passage, you know, with the child and seeing, experiencing the, you know, the holidays and all the elements of this world and, 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 and life through the eyes of a child and trying to, you know, and then uh, there's uh, my friend who came in and uh, he shared with me a while back or his spouse shared with me, his wife shared me a while back that they were on the rocks. These people are like in their 70s, okay? They have kids who have kids now, but they are having problems. And they've had problems over the years, and couples have problems, all right? People don't always get along. But they've been together for a long time. And his wife shared with me a while back, hey, you know, I just want you to know that we're not, we're having some issues right now and not even living in the same house. And it's it's troubling, you know. So I took that in. I kept mum's the word. And the husband came in today and said, I know that you know about what's going on with me. And I've been miserable. And I ate a freaking grilled cheese sandwich for Thanksgiving. And my kids hate me. And I'm unhappy, you know. And we need to get some counseling. But, you know, there's really, nobody's returning my calls, and a lot of it's online, on Zoom, I don't want to do that, and it's like an old guy stuck, stuck in his ways, stubborn about the way that he's going to get, you know, what kind of help they can get with, like, a couple's therapy, and so, I'm a fucking meddler, you know, none of my dad said, listen, I reached out to his wife, both of these people I love, okay, they're in my life. It's an opportunity right now to, you know, if you want to, then you can heal this these wounds. If you want to. I said, none of my business, but I just saw your husband, and he's unhappy. And uh, I love you both, and I'm hopeful that you can, you know, come to terms, you know, heal whatever is broken. And... Uh, told him that he needs to get in touch with his inner Scrooge and see the light, you know, see that, that, that you can heal, you can come together, you can um, make amends. And it came from the heart, you know. 
came from the heart. And they know that, hopefully. They, you know, they, they don't mind. Don't tell me if you don't want me to try to help. Right? There's somebody, you know, that, you know, I'm not a fucking counselor, right? I guess I am. You tell me I'm your friend. I'm your doctor, but I'm also your friend. You tell me that there's something that you need, something that you're not getting, and that, that, that kind of relates to your health. You know what I mean? I care about these people. So I reached out. I haven't heard back from her, but who knows? Maybe my little joke about Scrooge and, you know, maybe say he is a Scrooge, you know, or whatever, but I'll, okay, we'll try to work it out. Maybe they can make amends, you know. Maybe that can be their hallmark holiday. Or my friend who declares that holidays aren't like they used to be, maybe, maybe that person can say, you know what, I got a, a lot to be thankful for, you know, and I, it's going to be, it's not going to be like it used to be, but it's going to be an opportunity to rejoice in something, you know, in help, in the helping of someone else, new friends, you know, new, new family, new people that but share this world together. We're all walking around, bumping into each other and having our encounters and trying to live our lives. And we, we have that much in common. We can be kind to one another. You know, we can try to help each other. And so we can have hope. And we can be thankful even if we're, I mean, somewhere across the world right now, there's a military, you know, somebody walking a post to the United States Marine or whatever. And it's not going to go home for the holidays, you know. Some 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 guys in a in a fucking submarine, you know, patrolling the vast oceans, you know, because they're on duty. You know, they'll have they get a little fucking taste of home. Maybe they got an email or a call, or they'll get their time off when they pull back into port. But you know, there's somebody doesn't have the opportunity to do any of this stuff. There's people less fortunate, all right, and that should color you know our mind and our heart and we have stuff you know we have not stuff stuff fuck the stuff I don't like that of course about about the holidays I don't like the preoccupation with stuff I think that is you know there have been some tough times with the COVID cooties and wars underway and all kinds of shit and I think that we we can look at that and say man, it could be a whole lot worse off, kind of got a good thing going let me really think about what my hallmark holiday is it could be a moment in time it could be you know, a show, holiday show that you watch with friends or family and laugh, it could be you know, remembering the old days and honoring those traditions by handing them to our our friends and family, our children. You know, it can be saying, you know what? It's the holidays, it's an excuse. I can be either be miserable or I can find some reason to extract joy, to wrestle some joy out of this crazy life. I mean, we are all 
very fortunate just being here. Just being on this earth. I'm throwing some statistics out. I don't have the math right now, but, you know, we are like, like in the trillions. The likelihood that we would be alive and well today living on this earth as a human being in the United States of America. Very fucking remote chance that we're even here. That we're even, that our hearts are beating and we're breathing today. So we have an opportunity, a chance. We're in the game. And as long as our heart's beating and we have our heads on somewhat straight, we have an opportunity to either be happy or work towards that, or we can be unhappy. You know, and sometimes people are unhappy. I I said, I mean, holidays are tough for a lot of people. I'm one of those people, you know. There's some family that I don't talk to. The sort of thing where my point of view would be that, you know, some toxic relationships that don't make me a better person. They don't enrich my life. They stress me the fuck out. And they make me sick. You know, and I I had to, years ago, distance myself from these folks. You know, I wish them well. I'd love to be there. I'd love my my Hallmark holiday to be there. And, and, you know, bury the hatchet and just kind of like pretend there was no problems. But there are. And it ain't with me, you know. I can't expose myself or my my family to that. So I disengaged, you know. Some things are not going to be, you're not going to be able to change or heal or impact. But you can change, you know, my strategy for living better, more productive, happier life. Because I only got one. Is to distance myself from certain people. And that's advisable. There can be people out there that that you know contribute to your misery, right? Or your unhappiness or whatever. And uh, yeah, so I shared a little bit about that before with you guys. But anyway, it was a good day. And I um, I hope that you know, any of my listeners here, whatever your situation is, I mean, I got, I fucking know, man, I, I got a bunch of incredible people in my life. <clears throat> I am really thankful. The laughter that I had today, you know, the, this, the genuine giving a shit about them and, and them about me, I feel it, man. I feel like I'm part of it. I, that's my hallmark holiday is the people in my life. You know, the fucking mailman looks like a little sawed-off Al Pacino imitation. Nicest guy, you know, he knows Bogey, waves to us, I look for him when he's parking his truck around, he's hauling ass around, delivering letters, packages and shit. I gave him 20 bucks, I try to every year, you know, try to take care of these people show my appreciation in some small way. I knew I wasn't going to probably see him again close to the holiday, you know. Fuck it, you know. 
You get some people that take after, take care of him. Give him, give him, you know, throw him a couple bucks. Maybe that can make his Christmas mer- merrier. And he, fuck the money, you just the gesture, you know. People coming in, giving me damn, you know, frosty shakes, bottles of wine and cheese, coffee. I got a guy who brings in coffee. A bunch of people are going to bring in cookies and stuff. How wonderful that people take the time out of their lives and put a little effort into their, a little bit of their love and effort to give you something like that. I don't, I don't want any of this shit. I don't expect it. But I am blown away by how considerate people are. I'm fucking blown away by it. How thoughtful they are. You know, I had a guy tell me this evening. Guys, uh, you know, he's had some problems with substance abuse. Serious shit, you know. Wound up in trouble. Did some time in jail. You know, I'm working on him. I'm helping him. Telling me about a good deed that he did, helping, you know, uh, you know, uh, a person with whom he was, you know, another person with a substance abuse problem. He helped her navigate. He helped her get help so that she didn't fall again. She didn't, you know, fall back into addiction. And the guy told me, he said, I said, listen, man, he, I asked him how his girlfriend was. He said that there was, she was having some trouble and they weren't getting along. And, you know, probably a 50-year-old man, 40-year-old man. Tell he's had some rough years. He's a good guy. And I said, hey, man, how did everything work out with a girl? I don't mean to ask him, tell me to mind my own damn business. He said, um... Well, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this before, but you seem trustworthy. You seem like a good guy. Something about you. And this is somebody who's been in prison. You know? That people can see and some, in some way sense or feel that, that another person means them well. I'm thankful for that thankful to be on both the giving and receiving end of that. You know, we can help each other. So, we all need to put smiles on our faces and find a way to construct our hallmark holiday. I gave out a shitload of hugs today. adjusted a mother and her daughter who just lost her grandparent and had a funeral midweek and then today as well and we're they're all you know sniffling and sneezing and shit you tell that they're fighting something because their immune systems are shot because uh, they're under stress you know they're Delta blow, having lost somebody that they care about. 
see that a lot. People's immune systems taking a dump when they're under, you know, stress. There are well-known mechanisms by which this occur. So, they came in, they made their appointment, they drag an ass in, they could tell that they were kind of droopy. kind of droopy, had, had the stress written all over them, you know, <clears throat> we started telling jokes, a little a teenage girl told me the one about the snowmen with the gender differences, the, the snowballs, <laughs> she looked up a, a website called da The Dad, dad jokes we told we laughed and we talked about our dogs how they love to play and the joy that they extract from that Got an older couple the kid comes in they're in their 70s and they're you know I got their issues or whatever the wife is fucking incredibly demanding and she orders me around like she knows her body and do this, do that, that worked last time, this didn't work, do this, try that, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, it's comical, <clears throat> but we got a frick, we're laughing, carrying on, you know, telling stories, giving, giving them hugs, talking shit, I mean, it's just like, <clears throat> it's a happy place, I had a, pay, had a student come in, as a new patient, former student, he was one of my top students, He's a, uh, he works at University of Penn as a respiratory technician, as a respiratory therapist, you know? He, I, I taught him at Gwinnett Mercy University. He's a fucking, you know, like they're pointing him to <clears throat> management positions. You know, he loves his work. He worked during the fucking... He graduated Point of Mercy just in time for the COVID cooties to take a respiratory dump on, you know, our country. So he was in the thick of that, man. He was dealing with patients with the COVID cooties and all kinds of other shit. And he, I was talking, I was asking him about some of that stuff. And he said to me, I think your class was the only class that I sat in the front for. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. I sat right up front. He enjoyed my class. He said I was great at what I did. You know? Nothing better than putting your heart into the things you do. As long as I live, you know, I'm going to do that sort of shit. I don't care if I'm carving wood or telling jokes or adjusting spines, teaching. Do it with all your heart.
thought about putting, you know, all this discussion that I've I've had on this podcast recently about my kids growing up, <clears throat> the conversations that I've been having with people. Um, I feel like putting together like a what, you know, WhatsApp. I could do it on text message, but WhatsApp's pretty good. Just a place to share links to. Like, hey, this is something I want you guys to look into. This book, you know, this meme, uh, this quote, this uh, podcast, um, whatever it is. Something to improve that my kids can, can use to improve themselves. You know, a way that they can find their path in this world. You know, for self-improvement, for finding the joy in your situation, for navigating some port, some kind of good life, despite the you know bumps and bruises along the way. Like, how can you navigate your best possible life and set yourself for, up for some kind of success? You know, putting your heart in everything you do. Just think about that. So I'm going to do that. Just send it to him. Be like a group text, like a group WhatsApp. You know, or I can say because a lot of times, you know, I'm not around. I'm, I'm at work or whatever. But I run across something and I might want to share it with my kids to inspire them or help them or whatever. You know, be like a little way that I could drop knowledge or something on them. <clears throat> Finally, I'll say that I, uh, <clears throat> this interesting podcast, I'm just going to share this real quick with you. This guy's name is Robin Hansen. This fucking guy, he was on the Lex Friedman podcast, you can find that on YouTube. So he's a number cruncher, real smart guy in math. Um, he's done the statistical analysis on, on a lot of topics. And uh, they talk about him. He's talking about aliens for a while. He's talking about medicine. You know, he's talking about interesting topics. And um, he wrote a book called The Elephant in Your Mind or the The Mind and the Elephant or something like that. Robin Hanson. And he said something that really struck me. He said that a lot of people think that they are like the president of their thoughts that they behave, they, they, they think as though they are the president, like they're running the show. And what we really are, we are the press secretary of the mind. In other words, there's all kinds of things going on in the mind, calculations that are happening and, you know, thoughts and actions that originate in the mind. And we kind of are, we're influenced. We are like, we, the, the press secretary of the mind, all he can do is ex- try to explain and defend the actions of, of the mind. So we're not the president. We don't rule the mind. 
our mind rules us and we can just try to pers- try to make sense of it and manage some kind of something and try to understand it try to defend our actions and our thoughts and come up with some kind of repetition some sort of track record you know so that we can continue to you know if we five for successful okay maybe I'll do more of that you know feedback you know what I mean you go through the world you know, trip over your freaking shoelaces well you tie them better next time you, know, you, you experience a win ooh that feels good I'm gonna do more of that but we're so we the point is we're really not in control you know we are like the press secretary says okay this, that, and the other thing, you know, this is what, you know, this is how we're feeling today. Um, you know, we made this policy decision. We took this deliberate action because X, Y, Z, you know. And if the response we get from the crowd is that it was not a prudent decision, it was not a wise decision, or that our thinking might be faulty, we're going to try to defend it. And sometimes we'll defend things that shouldn't be defended that, that's you know that we'll defend our mistakes our errors and thinking that they might be normal anyway I can't capture it quite as eloquently as Robin Hanson or Lex Friedman but really really interesting alright so your homework is this then my friends this holiday season you know it's like you're on the starting blocks you have an opportunity to find something to be joyous about. You don't have to embrace all the lights, camera, action, rich food, alcohol, fucking, you know, decor, caroling. You ain't going to do all that shit. But if, you, if you're a human being today, you can remember a Christmas that was wonderful. You know, and all the aspects and elements of it that you had when you were a child, when you were in your most impressionable state and all was right with the world right everybody remembers a Christmas unless you're extremely unfortunate man you had some wonderful Christmases and these symbols the Santa hat and the sleigh and the, these little Christmas carols and uh, the Christmas tree and decorations and food and all that stuff it means something it it conjures up images and recollections of a truly wonderful time of year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And you can also remember times when, you know, your Uncle Joe came over drunk and knocked over the tree or people were fighting or you didn't get what you want or you, whatever. There's always something to be unhappy about. Try to think about if there's a negative you know, like this person isn't here anymore. Well, you can take the lessons that they gave you and you can shine that on. <clears throat> you can spread more of that, you know. You can behave that way. You can be the one who um, carries on these traditions or rights wrongs. You know, just like Scrooge at, uh, you know, before the um, the clock struck midnight, you know, on... Christmas Eve, and it was the new, it was Christmas Day now, 
You know, there's no opportunity. We're racing against the clock. Here we are. You know, it's the end of the year. Christ's birth, Saturnalia, Yule, whatever the fuck. You know, you have an opportunity to be the architect of your own Hallmark movie. Replete with a happy ending. And so you should do it. You know, whatever that means to you. It doesn't mean it needs to be anything like other people's holiday. You know, it doesn't mean that it's all going to be peachy keen and you're going to be freaking making out under the mistletoe. Or you're going to get everything you want. Or even, you know, we you have your health or and hopefully you have all that. But there's always something to be thankful for. I know that there's circumstances where people really struggle, you know. You know, like try to find some good in the situation. But I described some pretty unfortunate situations just minutes ago. And I firmly believe that, you know, these people can, they can race against the clock and find some joy or change their mindset, make amends before this year ends. We have an opportunity to do that. So let's do it. And if I, if you see somebody that you encounter somebody or someone's in your life that is struggling, then you can be, you can make their Christmas merry. You can be a hero in their Hallmark movie where they see mainly villains and bullies like Scott Farkas and Rover Dill. You know what I'm saying? Or Mr. Potter. We need to be like, we can all be like Ebenezer Scrooge on Christmas Day. Hey, boy. Hey, yes, you. Yes, you. Oh, excitable boy. You know the, you know the Christmas goose hanging in the Palteras window down on Main Street? Hey, you mean the one as big as me, Dad? Yes, 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 that's the one. You go down there, take this, <clears throat> bring that back to me, and if you come back in five minutes or ten minutes, I'll give you a farthing. And if you come back in two minutes, I'll give you a shilling. Right? Make peace with your past. <clears throat> Be hopeful for your future and be in the present moment. Take action in the present moment that is going to bring you some kind of joy and more importantly, bring joy to other people. All right, love and respect.